heavy to one yeah, right? eat per hour or something <laughs> to keep me alive. My trusty <laughs> fake death pill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, man. So we'll we'll get this started. So New Year, same pals. Um, I'll uh, I'll get a very quick write up for our introduction. So if you're new with us, we are ideally a bi-monthly podcast analyzing nerd culture, geek controversies, and everything else in between. With me, as always, our resident Twitch star and Dead by Daylight color commentator, Brett Fortman Baker. I have gas. <laughs> For more witty color commentary like that, Brett can be found at Boosh G4 TV Twitch streams. That's um, not me. But it is Boosh, <laughs> so you hear some of the time on this podcast. It, for all intents and purposes, that's where people know you. And for having guests. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have guests. <laughs> on the third mic, perennial guest host, and now suddenly a proud Michigan Wolverine, and lead passenger of the Detroit Lions bandwagon, Shadow Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions are going all the way. Almost. I'm down to this. Uh, Shadow and his gamer retrospectives can be found at his YouTube page at Shadow Spartan to spell without the W because clearly there are no winners in the time belt. Uh, I am again, regrettably Mike underscore. Welcome back, everybody. Um, anyway, uh, let's just get started. For real, I told myself I was only going to do this for a year, and this is year three. So I don't know if that's an accomplishment for us or not, but I can't fucking leave. I don't know why I keep coming back, but we keep finding random things to rant about, and I'm always down. Like We're in more. year three. Are you kidding? I feel like, uh, well, you know, a couple months ago, I was going, wait, the redemption. And then he said, uh, uh, I can't take and this anymore. This thing, and then try to play this thing from my phone when I cannot hear when we record it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we've Don't made worry. huge advancements in the podcast or anything. <laughs> hey board i've never done this before how do we do this i don't know do it all right <laughs> he was in the ab room in high school at one point no, no get I it. well i was but i was stoned <laughs> i can't help you <laughs> oh my god what was that what was the ab room actually what did you guys actually do with it we didn't uh, have a radio or anything. Well, I, I was stoked. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you what I was doing in there. <laughs> Honestly, I just remember uh, I, I remember having a conversation with my friend and saying, oh, hey, are you going to go to the Extreme Steel Tour? And I'm like, oh, uh, Pantera, Metallica. Right, yeah. I, said, I said, you know. Uh, I don't want to see all the. I don't want to see a whole bunch of bands. I'd rather. I'm going to wait and see Pantera after when they're on their own again. And that was the last tour they did, and before Dime Bag died. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, they broke up. Man, first, I'm an idiot. That, huh? I didn't they break up first, and one became Damage Plan. Yeah, did, they broke up, yeah. and then I was like, damn. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Dime Bag got killed, and I'm like, damn. Why didn't? Why don't I just do things? <laughs> It was the same thing with my buddy Phil. You know, remember Phil Rucker, and he was like, his mom came to him, and she was like, "Hey, I see this uh, cool uh, San Francisco Symphony concert's coming up. Do you want to go to it?" And she's like, "Symphony? No." And she goes, "Well, you can take your friend Brent. You can go see this. It's supposed to be really cool. It's supposed to be some kind of rock thing." And he's like, "I don't want to go to that." 
And she was referring to <laughs> Symphony and Metallica. Yeah, this once in a lifetime event. Yeah. <laughs> you got the time, right? You uh, blew it! <laughs> that's right. And then they did it twice. So you could have gone a second time, but didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> How about you, Shadow? <laughs> so, I, hate, I hate you and everything you represent. No, like... <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what the question was. Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> now that he's woken up, I guess we'll just move forward. So, basically, we started the year by adding pro wrestling content. And then we took a look at Magic the Gathering controversies. Just me saying pro wrestling content will probably make like five of you stop listening right now. Because according to my stats, nobody hears a goddamn word after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I love it. And then because of the Magic the Gathering podcast, no bullshit, I started learning, paying attention to Magic the Gathering a little bit. And I guess... At the end of the year, I guess Magic was pissing off a bunch of players. They were using, like, AI artwork, and, like, I guess they introduced some cards and oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Do, do, were you aware of that? Like, I, I barely, it barely reached my radar, but the fact that it did is a fucking nightmare for somebody like me. I don't have the kind of brain space for more nerd shit, but I guess I do. Uh, there's just some talk that, yeah, they're basically using AI-generated images to save them uh, time and money. Mostly to pay for artists, so that's the main summary of the controversy going on. But that seems to be going on for a lot of stuff. Well, yep. Wouldn't you have to use like NFTs just to make sure somebody didn't like copy and paste? Or I'm sure you're gonna have to sell these AI images, right? I mean, <sighs> that's a off? tricky question. Yeah, but ultimately you would have to go to court because. Uh, what is it? Like Taylor Swift, her latest controversy is all the not safe for work images of her. They're like popping oh up God, everywhere. You guys see those? <laughs> yeah, but I like this. I'm more of a fan of the safer work ones, like her making out with Andy Randy Reid. Those are amazing. And she backs it too. She's like, she's like, well, he is a gorgeous man, and I'm like, that's Taylor. I like you. You turn into the skin. That's my girl. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I'd kiss him. <laughs> I actually, honestly, no bullshit. I thought when they were talking about those that they were referring to the Andy Reid kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'd be mad. I don't know. I thought it was, you know, I think it's stupid. And then later on, I saw the actual shit. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. I don't blame her for suing, but then at the same time, like, what are you going to sue? It's, 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 is it that realistic? Yeah. It's the internet. It's permanent. It's forever. You know, yeah. Isn't that I don't know. what, 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 what going to be an easy answer? Because you might take down some of them, but any time you do that, then there's once always... it goes viral, it's like just, just like Bort was saying, once it goes viral, it stays forever. Everybody, and once it's on your computer, they can't individually sue each and every single person. Yeah, or you might take it down for a little bit, and then they just get it gets re-uploaded days later or weeks later. So yeah. And then I guess another controversy was they were introducing cards that destroyed whole decks. I guess I don't know. I don't understand it, quite frankly. But I guess there's all these new cards where in order to get more interest, they just do a bunch of shit they're not supposed to do anymore to kind of change the playing field. All I know is Reddit 
because I, because I now have it with Magic the Gathering, it's people were just furious about this shit, almost as mad as the AR work. Yeah, I guess it's the equivalent of like if you're a Madden player, then suddenly you get to, every single player gets to do like extraordinary things, and now you're suddenly broken every online game. Like you, you match the stats or something, you know. Not only match the stats, but then you also get to like have like superpowers almost. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like the Suicide Squad in Madden, and you it's I guess it's fucking up a bunch of tournaments. I I don't know. I, I it just wasn't how it sounds. That's crazy. That's, hmm. But I mean, it's part of it, like because they're doing it to get a little little publicity, you know. That's what I think. I actually personally think some of these companies do that just so you can get mad and like have a reason to go start talking about it online. And you know what I mean? Because how hard would it be for them to just be like, okay, these cards that we just introduced that fuck up your game, you can't play them. Ab- absolutely, just take them away now that uh, you know they got all the limelight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah. Reasonable. <laughs> uh, after Magic, we took a look at the Snyderverse because SnyderCon was coming out at that time, mm-hmm. and because Shadow Spartan was leaving, threatening voicemails at me because <laughs> he's fucking. God, I so wanted no, to go. I, I I didn't see Rebel Moon. Did you see Rebel Moon? Well, here's the thing. Looking back, honestly, looking back on it, we were so hopeful and naive that Rebel Moon was the Star Wars movie we didn't get. And now that we know, I haven't seen it, but now that we know it's a piece of utter shit, I want Shadow Spartan to defend this. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't see the rating of it. I saw the trailer, and the trailer was, the only way to really describe it, it was not Star Wars. If anything, At all. It, so it, before, it, before you defend it, Shadow, <laughs> when I saw the trailer, I immediately started reading reviews. And all the reviews were the same thing. It's, we couldn't use any of the Star Wars characters, so we just replaced them with Star Wars characters that didn't call them Star Wars characters. And then we took everything to the last common denominator of like, we're going to sledgehammer you in the face that this guy is the representative of this guy in Star Wars. And the whole movie just fucking, it, it, I guess it's a, a hard movie to sit through. Mm-hmm. Um, I apologize. I know it's probably like your film of the year. But for me, reading it, I'm like, I'm out. I can't, I don't want to sit <laughs> two hours of a part one I hear you. Um, well, I guess I'll say good things and what I didn't like so much. The good thing I liked about it was I liked a lot of the lore. Something to get into and find out, okay, how does this sci-fi fantasy work? We got basically the evil empire, or as a lot of people are calling them, space Nazis. Um, space balls. But I think this is where Zack Snyder needs like a team of writers because a lot of the movie is a lot of just telling, exposition. And, oh, and no. even I was kind of going like, wow, the story comes to a complete halt and we've got characters just explaining so much backstory. So basically they go to a, a room and they all just stop and say, like, "What? who are you? And then instead of showing anything, they're like, well, I was this, 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 and this. Well, they would have, like, a flashback. Sometimes they would show you what's going on, but there's just so much information that even I was kind of just like, is this is this important? Do we need to know this? And by the end of the movie, you're like, probably like 80% of that I probably didn't need to know. Like, go watch and like a separate video on YouTube that would actually, like, tell you that lore stuff. But 
it's I guess that's the, the the chance you take when you've planned on this huge like a uh, source of storytelling and you don't have like a book or something you know what I mean like you don't have a book or a TV show or or people obviously make mega fans already having the backstory because like like you're saying in theory if you were brand new to Star Wars for some reason and you decided hey I like X character there's probably like ten books about that character. I have a, a one of the books I read way back in the day was um, stories about Jabba's palace, and in the movie the ship blows up, but like in the book I guess like people are bailing out, being saved and shit all day. Like there should be a cut where like like the band is just jumping out of the skiff and then you're know, swimming, yeah. the but there's not. But if you really wanted it to be, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or you can sidestep, which I really like, um, like something like. Uh, Last Starfighter, where it's like you go, okay, we're, it's basically a Star Trek, Star Wars clone, but you take it from the the perspective of somebody on Earth who's like, holy shit, the video game is real, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's like, oh, it's all in a video game. All the you know the whole all, all the lore comes from the video game that the kid already knows because it's his favorite video game, or the guy already knows, you know. So it's like take a sidestep and just kind of turn the perspective a little bit and then you've got a movie that you're like nobody says it's a star wars clone movie as much as they go no it's a cool kind of 80s space movie you know yeah i can see that i can so, see that you don't have it to win have... academy awards but you know it was it's yeah. still fun to go back to you know so it's like that's what i was hoping i'm like just just you know tweak it change the character names and just kind of turn the uh the lens to a different person you know yeah honestly you just gave me a new movie even if you had like little bits and pieces of more famous sci-fi movies i mean it's gonna happen you can only tell a certain story so many times so like i would be fine with it but i guess because it started out as a star wars script it's hard to leave that box a little bit but what's interesting is i thought after watching rebel moon i felt like there was more warhammer 40k inspiration than Star really? Wars. Interesting. <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, I feel like I've seen that in Warhammer 40K. Wow, I've seen that in Warhammer 40K, more so than I saw Star Wars, in my opinion. Really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was the pivot. I wonder if, he, if that was how he was going to switch it, just to use a different sci-fi franchise. There is going to be a Warhammer 40K thing, right? Isn't it supposed to have, like, Henry Cavill? Something. He, he says, what was it, recently, he said it's coming along well. Don't know what it is. If it's a series, a movie, but there's something he's working on with Warhammer 40K. Oh, huh, interesting. It might be cool. I, I like the the the, the uh, franchise for sure. Mm-hmm. But one one last thing I will say for Rebel Moon, because I know as as I said, part one, part two should be coming out in April. I don't know if it's gonna like improve for the the overall story for everybody. And I know a lot of fans are like, oh, but the extended cut or the director's cut, which is supposed to come no. out like in December or something, and they said it's really long, which I imagine is like four or five hours. It's like, and wait, that is for part one. Cut. For part one. But why doesn't why doesn't the extended cut part two? Well, <laughs> oh, I think I think there is also a director's cut two. for part two. So I have no idea just how long that this part one part two is supposed to be with that said i don't know if that's actually going to improve the movie since 
if this version that we saw, if he like had to trim out so much, it kind of makes sense that it's jumping around so quickly. Stuff doesn't seem to flow well together, if that makes sense. I was I, I was going to say, why trim things out? It's uh, He's got free range at Netflix. They let him do whatever the hell he wants, basically. Why the trim anything? It's like, he knows where the story's going. But you forgot that there's an audience who's just like, who wants to see a stupid fucking Star Wars movie without it being a Star Wars movie. But I think that's where Zach yeah. kind of struggles, where, yeah, he's got a lot of amazing ideas, but I don't know if how he translate translate it so it's easy for people to slowly understand as they're watching the movie. Maybe the director's cut might help with that. No, it won't. <laughs> but no. I, I don't no. know. And if it was worth it, it would be in the movie. I fucking hate that you love this man. I really do. Yeah. It, it will hinder. It will definitely hinder. <laughs> I mean, uh, we will see. I think the biggest comparison yeah. is there's like a Lord of the Rings theatrical version, which is still great to see if you just want to focus on the story. But I still really like the extended cuts, which just add more action scenes, more dialogue scenes. If you're really into the lore, then it just kind of makes the experience better. But if you just want to focus on just the story, the theatrical versions are still great. But I don't think Rebel Moon is going to have that same thing. I do agree. I, I, I do like extended cuts for the most part. Uh, uh, example, Blade Runner, the, the final cut, is the perfect version of Blade Runner. But I, but on the same note, I loved the theatrical cut. I like, um, I like the regular cut where it has the Harrison Ford dialogue, even though the rumor is that he did it, he didn't, he did it kind of poorly because he didn't want them to go with there's a kind of a film noir cut of, of Decker going like, I went to Rachel's apartment to look for her and I didn't find anything, you know? Uh, and so I guess, uh, Ridley Scott said, just try to do it kind of poorly so that they won't take it you know, the, the movie company. And they thought, oh, it was great. And then it ended up having to be in the movie. Oh, wow. Like, oh, shit. You know, so that's why he's kind of like really rigid and going like, yeah. But in the final cut, uh, Ridley Scott removed the dialogue and uh, it is much, it flows, it flows much better. Because you don't need Harrison Ford telling you what he's doing. Because you're like, you can see what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> you know, you don't need him going. And then I walked forward, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why they say it's and better, it also, it's better yeah. to show rather than tell people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, which apparently Rebel Moon didn't do. <laughs> no, they did a lot of telling. Unfortunately, I won't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Trey Parker and Matt Stone did the same thing with South Park, uh, where they would purposely, I think, bigger, longer, and uncut. They purposely added just a bunch of crap that they knew that the censors would have to strike. That way, there was something for them to strike. So, like, they would just, like, yeah. every other scene would have way more, um, like, shitty stuff going on, way more cursing and stuff. Because they knew that yeah. they would need something. Because if they did it, if they did the cut they wanted already, um, they would, they would, the censors would just find a reason to cut stuff anyway. Yeah. And they had a rule that anything that they told them to, uh, make it, make it, uh, less, they would make it more. And the MPA, and the MPA are so kind of, ignorant to what they're doing, they would approve it. And they said, this movie is 10 times worse because of the MPAA. Like, so that scene where um, uh, Saddam Hussein whips out the dildo, and they said, 
we, it was a, it was a, it was, it was actually a dildo. And then they said, you have to make the dildo small, smaller, shorter. And they're like, what? That's your, okay. So they went into a magazine and they cut out an actual picture of an actual, like huge porn star dick and made it the dildo. And the MPAA went, okay, that's fine. And they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. So it's like, okay. So they're like, the MPAA made that movie fucking grotesque. Yeah, yeah funny. Yeah. Yeah. Better. They made it better. So they did their job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, never saw Rebel Moon. Um, probably not going to, but I'm glad you did because it, it looked like a piece of shit, just straight up. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how the director's cut goes. Because one thing I will say is there's two characters in part one that show up at the beginning and then they're just gone. One, one of them shows up at the very end of the movie and you're like, Where's he been? What? <laughs> it's like what? And then the the other characters seem like this nice guy. Like, oh, I can't wait to see more of him. He's just gone. No, no, no. What <laughs> happened to you? him? Having breakfast. <laughs> like, is he gonna show up in part two? I mean, we'll see. If he doesn't show up, it's gonna be like, th- th- why was he in the movie? <laughs> see here, here's where you would make the part two just to hate fuck the audience and just have him show up and then turn and we'll leave immediately. Straight up break the fourth wall, wave at the camera, and then bow. Right. Or he probably <laughs> just shows up and just dies. And it's like, oh, that was the point. That, that, that would be my move. Fuck it. Probably. You know what I mean? That, I mean, fucking, um, what's his name? Kojima with Metal Gear. Right? We didn't love Raiden. And guess who's the fucking ninja in the third game? Or the fourth game? I forget what. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the trajectory was, we love Snake. Snake. Snake is awesome. Can we play a snake again? And he was so annoyed with people going, "When are you gonna? We need more snake, snake. Make the next snake game. Make the next snake game." You know. So when he made it, he trolled the audience. It was like, "Here's snake," and then he takes him away and gives you this weird white-haired guy and goes, "Fuck you. Here's who you're playing." And everyone was like, "Raiden sucks. He sucks. Give us snake. Will you please give us snake?" You know. And so, and then. And then even in the, the third game, he you're like, oh, we get to play a snake, but he it's even like a, a just a just a troll seasoning on a steak where it's like, well, you're not actually snake, you're actually big boss. So it's like kind of like best of both worlds. Like he does get to kind of screw you while you're like you don't notice. You're like, well, you know, it's big. You know, solid snake is a clone of big boss. And then of course, like what you're saying, Metal Gear Four is when. You see, the next time you see Raiden, he's that badass motherfucking cyborg ninja. So, I want to play as him now, and he's like, no, you don't get now to play as so him cool. anymore. <laughs> you want to play as him in the first game, he doesn't give it to you the entire yeah. game. And then now you finally get to do it. It's the character that you swore up and down you, you were going to boycott the whole series over. It's, it's, it's yeah. genius. It's genius. And, awesome. he's fucking, and he's fucking badass. And he has this, that, that first fight between Vamp and Raiden in Metal Gear 4, you're like, Oh, come on! <laughs> that's so cool! That is so cool! <laughs> but then, you know, that's not, they were nice enough to just do a whole game, so you, but, you know. But then, uh, first, it was just like, you master troll Kojima, you know? <laughs> Speaking of Kojima, who, uh, did, did you guys play Death Stranding? I tried to play it, and I couldn't get into it. Like, you're, it's, you're just a delivery man. And I I know I'm very oversimplifying it, but I'm like I don't I couldn't. I know like the criticism was it was a walking simulator, but I also heard the guys that actually got really wrapped up in it. 
fucking love it. Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand it, but I guess it's kind of like the, the last Middle Gear where online things kind of connected with each other. So I guess yeah. there's a bridge or something like that that people can build across that spans, like, every, everybody with an internet connection. And apparently it's, it's the kind of, like, um, fourth wall stuff that he loves doing. Because I remember, I can't remember the last Metal Gear game, but I, whatever it was. Well, the Phantom Pain. I, I uh, At first I didn't like Phantom Pain, but I grew to love it. I'm like, this is actually great. This is actually really great. It was fun. It was fun. It took a minute, too. That took a minute for me, too. It's an open world Kojima game. I'm like, what? That's, what? I'm used to, like, so rigid nine-hour cutscenes, you know? But I was like, oh, okay. You know. Uh, but I know with that one, I remember it, it's something along the lines of like if everybody um, online uh, did something in terms of like the way the gameplay fell in terms of like nukes and stuff, the game would play a special cutscene that was like all flowers and peace and shit. But it, it's the kind of thing where like I can he kind of brought that to Death Stranding too. So I'm, I'm kind of I was always kind of curious about that about him uh, about that game because it looked great, but then. The reviews were so mixed. Like the ones who loved it are like, "This is game of the year. It's a masterpiece." And the ones who hated it are like, "I've been walking for three and a half hours." What am I doing? My uh, Amazon driver in this game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but like you're not. You can't like the part that got me. If I was just walking, I'd like deal with it. But, like the, it's, it has acid rain. So, like, every time it rains, you have to, like, get out of the rain. And I'm like, well, so it's not just walking. It's walking and then stopping and waiting for the acid rain to go away. And I'm like, this sucks, you know? <laughs> waiting in real time for a weather pattern. It fucking blows. Yeah. Oh. I was like, no way. If I could, yeah. The But Phantom Pain was great. And the other part I loved about it, spoiler alert, is that when you find out you're a big boss, um, you're not a clone. You're a guy you're a quote unquote clone of big boss where he, you had facial reconstructive surgery to look like big boss. You're a venom snake, you know? And then, then they, so I just remember, I just thinking the whole time, Galanda, I was like, Mike, here's me and Mike. We spent five hours watching the end of Metal Gear Solid four with the big boss, when big boss shows up and you're like, Holy crap, how did this happen? And it was like, not really explained. You're like, how is big boss alive? And then, Here's this retcon that comes out for for with Metal Gear Solid Five, and I'm like, that is really cool. You're like, and now you don't know the yeah. things that all these legendary things that Big Boss did. You're like, was it Big Boss or was it Venom Snake that did these things? What I thought you were doing right now is I thought you're gonna say Big Boss is Death Stranding, and I was just like, oh, you fucking jackass. Of course it is. Well, Death Stranding Two is coming out, which is why I brought it up. I just saw the trailer for Death Stranding Two. And Norman Reedus might just pull his skin off and be Venom Snake. You never know. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we finally went into... We did a little detour with World of Warcraft, and then we took a look at some forgotten horror game gems. Basically, no, I didn't really do any like horror gaming after that, honestly. For as much as I love it, I, there wasn't anything I really liked, liked coming out. Uh, I, the only thing I paid attention to was, was that whole day before thing. Um, other than that, though, like, I, most of the horror shit I played was like old shit. Yeah, well, you know, Dead by Daylight is all we play, me and uh, Boosh. So, you know, well, he got he's gotten way into Pal World. You guys are either you Pal World? Yeah, totally. Yeah, not not my not not Baker's style of game. You know, I, I was like, nah. 
I haven't tried it yet. But see, I wasn't a Pokemon guy. The Pokemon was like a generation or two after me. I get it. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, but I like the only game I liked was Pokemon Coliseum, where you could do like five on five Pokemon. So I'm like, oh, that's fun. But uh, the actual game about going around and catching Pokemon, I'm like, no, pass me by, pass me by. You know? I didn't know anything about it until I had a kid, and my kid got into it. But yeah, they, I, it was one of those game series. But not even that, that it was a baby game for babies. It was just more like, oh, this isn't really, you know. I'm, it doesn't really mind, you know what I mean? I have no connection to this. I don't really care. Yeah, I could see, I could see the appeal for that generation of Pokemon players. I'm like, oh yeah, if I if that was my generation, it's Pokemon with weapons. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But just this is not not me. So a lot of people are playing that, and I'm just like, ugh, I'm just going back in my, my Dead by Daylight corner. <laughs> have you uh, taken a look at that yet? Because uh, I know Shadow was a, a big Pokemon guy. Eh, not a huge oh, world. just more of the, yeah. the actual show. But I never really got into the trading cards or... What? I only, I only played, time. I think, was it Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Stadium. It was like the only Pokemon games I ever played. That, that's what I'm thinking of when I said Coliseum. Pokemon Stadium it's, was fun. <laughs> it's honestly it's not a good time. It really does. No. It was. But yeah, so a lot of people doing that, and I'm like, eh, not so much. But um, I mean, I looked at it. I was like, it seems like it could be fun, but I don't know, just something about it. I was just like, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it's trying. I'm right waiting now. to see if uh, if it's more of a novelty and like Nintendo, like it's not deep, and Nintendo's going to just zoom out of oblivion, or if it's actually a good game. Because every now and again, these things pop up where. You have Among Us, which became a mainstay, but then you'll have like Among Us clones where they'll pop up on a Twitch feed for a minute and then they'll just disappear because there's nothing really in the game. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting that one out before I even take a look at it. Uh, I did see on your retrospective though, Shadow, that you were uh, you did something for Ready or Not. Yeah, it's hilarious. That was a great game. That game is fucking hard. Oh yes. That game literally, it's I would almost rather. Get shot at by SWAT. It's, 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 <laughs> Wait, you'd you'd rather suicide by cop? <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's almost at least I had a goal, but it is crazy fun when everything is uh, connected together. I do like though, like you'll have you, you know your list of cops and recruits and stuff, and then they'll get shot at, and they'll they'll be all like stressed out. They gotta go. They gotta PTSD. Leave. Go to therapy. And then they're just replaced by other guys who like have who. It's almost as if like they've never seen the other dudes getting shot at before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it cracks me up. And supposedly, it's supposed to be easier right now because they came up with a patch a few weeks ago to give you a little bit more time to shoot back at enemies. Because I first started playing it, as soon as a suspect sees you and they've decided, oh yeah, they're going to shoot any cop on sight, they just instantly headshot you and you're dead. Yeah, that game is. I guess that game was fucking a fucking nightmare. Because even if you do a lot of like stealth stuff, it's almost obviously like they're just AI. Like the moment the AI goes, oh, there's somebody in this room. Pop, 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 pop. Like great. But supposedly um, they kind of at least give give you a chance to shoot back. So it it it's gotten better. Well, it's, it was a review. If I do a review, it's supposed to be like five to ten minutes. But if I do a retrospective, it's like I'm going to talk about everything about this game, gameplay, the story or campaign if it has one. Mm-hmm. That's my big difference between them. 
Well, the, it was a good review because I, I agreed totally so much. It. Um, especially especially when you were bitching about that's all the stuff I hate. Right? Hit the little like button. Um, so then after that, we basically took a break. Um, we've got some good stuff coming up this year, uh, beginning with Bort's look at The Last of Us Two. Uh, we're gonna try ah, to yeah. we're gonna try to come back a little bit to how we when we first did this. Uh, a lot more controversial stuff. A lot more stuff that's gonna pull more familiar names. Um, right now, yeah, they're 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 casting for season two of uh, The Last of Us on on HBO Max right now. Um, so, what it's looking like, uh, we were all kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid. They're like, you're not going to do the exact same thing you did in The Last of Us Part Two, and it's kind of like it kind of seems like they're going, oh yeah, we're they're. Gonna, we're going to do the same thing. We're we're here to break your heart, you know. I, I think, I think um, the but, creator was know, asked, like, "Oh, are you uh, at all concerned about how fans were about the game, and are you going to make any changes?" And he just straight up said, "I don't care. I'm I'm just going to do what what yeah. was what was in the story from the game. He he doesn't yeah, care I, about I the reaction." Yeah, I would be upset by that though. It, it's your blueprint is laid out for you. What happens when you? deviate is when things go goofy like i was a walking dead for sure but i just i just don't see like i'm like well wait so you're going ahead with the plan of kill daddy internet in the first <laughs> couple episodes of this season two like bye bye pedro pascal you know i'm like spoiler that's alert. not wise <laughs> that's really not wise you know it's, it's pedro pascal like for all we know this is how he's going to get out of this shows we can do other shit i mean he's still red hot right now you know what i mean yeah i don't know if he's and, uh, and then a lot of arguments i've seen it's like well he's in the he is in the rest of the game in flashback but i'm like yes. oh you, you you say the phrase in flashback and people want to kill you, you know? yeah <laughs> yeah oh that doesn't count you know? yeah because exactly. <laughs> then you can do whatever you want right no um, you can have whole flashback episodes that don't matter no i, I do a prequel I, ther- series that takes yeah. place between one and two. <laughs> yeah. But that, but at least they're being kind of like transparent on the casting, which I like is kind of cool because they don't usually do that with a lot of shows. So they're going like, okay, we cast this person and she's going to be Abby. And, uh, you know, this person's going to be Dina. It's like, oh, cool. They're kind of making it obvious. Like, oh, these are the, the actors. We got an Abby. So, you know, she's going to be in it and try not to hate her too much. You know, you look pretty good though. <laughs> Uh, though they haven't, I think they started filming it. They haven't really shown anything what they've filmed yet. But um, but just seeing the casting was like, oh, interesting. And then today they they were like, and we cast Kathleen O'Hara, but they didn't say what she's going to be doing. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what? Lydia's mom from Beetlejuice? Yeah. What is she, what's exactly. Kathleen O'Hara going to do? You know? <laughs> so, I don't know, but the show was good. I liked the show and like, uh, you know, they didn't change anything and I wasn't looking for much new shit. I just wanted to see how they're going to film everything. And I'm, I liked it. I, I dug it and they really stuck to it. Like, you know, watching Joel just, you know, just mow down a whole hospital. I'm like, wow, you're good. Wow. You're, you're going with that. You're going to mm-hmm. still do. Wow. Well, like yeah. I was told, that for me, I don't mind when they do that. Cause like with the blueprints laid out for you, it's well written. Then awesome. You're just seeing, you know, more of it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. someone else's take. Because I was, I was mentioning, like, The Walking Dead, I read the, or read The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead ended, and this, you know, the show doesn't know what, to, didn't know what to do. 
and it's got a, I don't know what the fuck, but they, it's got like, like multiple seasons past it and they're just kind of spinning wheels and I'm like you could just end it if it wasn't for the fact that somehow it's still making money it would make sense for somebody that likes the product to just end the show it would, as, as, I think they'd learn from Game of Thrones you know like we, you know, we went far beyond uh, what's his nuts his writing you know it's like and he was like do you really want to get to the uh, Starbucks cup of coffee in the background season you know where nobody gives a shit anymore especially the people working on it <laughs> like even when people hated that last season at least it's over they're not like still writing more seasons trying to figure out what to do with all these characters waiting for uh i forget his name too shit but waiting for the dude to finish writing it you know what i mean it, it's like it, it's done people are gonna be mad and they're gonna get over and do something else I keep wanting to say J.R.R. Tolkien, who's been dead for like a hundred years. This <laughs> <laughs> will really bother me. What the hell is that guy's name? George R. Martin. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. Thank yeah. you. Oh, is it two R's or are you just doing pirate shit? No, is it's George, George R.R. R. R. Martin. <laughs> is it? Is there two yeah. R's in that? Yeah. <laughs> It's George Martin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George Carnage and Noise Martin. <laughs> um, so other than that, my my thing is I, I would love to get down to recap that Wings of Redemption versus the Boogie 2988 fight. Bring it oh, all. Oh, yeah. And just bring it you all. No, it would be dope. Together. I don't, you know, we don't, technology fails us, but like, it'd be fun to like, Synchronize it and watch, yeah. watch the fight together because it's not I mean, a long fight. You know, I know it's not only like thirteen fight. minutes of the the podcast. I mean, we still can. We can play it on the screen while we talk over it. Okay. But yeah, it's it's yeah. I I I've already seen it once. I gotta start talking about this shit. It's too good. Wow, too good. Did yeah. you watch the documentary? Um, wings went right back to being wings, and like mm-hmm. he had he had redemption. Like everyone's going, this is wings of redemption's redemption. He looked good, <laughs> dropped weight. He fought like a fucking warrior, mm-hmm. like just ruined Boogie. I mean, well, he ruined him and was like a, a good sport about it. So was yeah. Boogie. They were. He was like, man, I love Boogie. He did a great fight. Being all just being perfect. And he's like, even like the perfect answer. What, what do you want to do now? He goes, I just want to go and hug my wife. And I'm like, wings. Damn. How are you? Whoa. You. That's the perfect answer. You know. <laughs> but now he's back to like he's. Sitting in front of his, he gained all his weight back. Uh, and his wife got surgery, and he didn't even like. He's like, he's like, well, how was she doing? He's like, I don't know. I left the hospital. They're like, you didn't stay in the hospital after your wife got surgery. Goes, well, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on, and they wouldn't let me. Yeah. Stay. So, you, you, you motherfucker! <laughs> it goes on and on. There's always something about wings, and you're like, uh. Exactly. Yeah, so that, that, that's my next one after the uh, so hopefully after Last of Us or somewhere uh, somewhere around there. Um, Time Bell totally not pulling stuff out of her asses at the last second like always. No, <laughs> but I'm not just thinking about it now. I'm not thinking that we should do a Vince McMahon episode given the circumstances. You know. So um, did yeah, you yeah. did you read the defamation suit that he's got yeah, going again? I read it the first day it came out. Hundred percent. Wow. The same oh, all, yeah. all the places you'll go and all the people you will poop on. Oh my god. <laughs> For real. For and it's, uh, 
the people involved, like the fact that that Brock Lesnar is into peepee. <laughs> who would have thought of that shit? Who would have thought of that shit? I don't. Yeah. We got to talk about. We we need to talk about Vince McMahon. So that's gonna be an upcoming wrestling one. Um, but the one thing I like to say about it is, for all the times when McMahon had somebody scrubbed and wiped from WWE history, he is he is now scrubbed and wiped from WWE history, and I'm like, well, that's poetic justice if I've ever seen it. Real, there's always been a part of me. It's not no bullshit. They kept wondering, well, how does this end, right? Like he's gonna have to die sometime, and what do you what do you do though? And now we know. Now we can see it in real time. What would like what it would be like when this man dies? It's fucking crazy to me. Uh, yeah, even like everybody's just like hushed tones. Like you know, there's gonna be a bunch of fucking uh, book deals and shit. You know what I mean? It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be nuts because now nobody ha- is gonna be afraid to say what they want to say. Oh my god! Just the the cocaine '80s days where he was like, I could do more coke than anybody. You know, like ah. <laughs> oh. I can't wait for those stories, you know? Dude, I am down. A hundred percent down. All the stuff that people kinda hint at, now they're not gonna be like now now it's not gonna matter. You know, you can say about it, anything you fucking want. The only one is the one of the ones who comes out clean, honestly, is Shane. Like the rumors have been that part of the is that Shane was one of the ones who was trying to get his dad under control and couldn't, which was part of the reason why he was kinda done with the WWE anyway. That was also yeah. why there was like a little bit of that I mean it became a meme, but like Vince always kind of brushed him off all the fucking time um, over every little thing. And it, it got to the point where fans like us noticed it, right? And then now we kind of get it. I, I really hope it's true, but we kind of get it that Shane was probably the one dude who's just like, oh, this is going to get us in huge trouble. Like, just straight up. Like, there's no way this is going to be a secret forever. Like, you need to stop this, old man. And then um, there's a lot of um, rumors going on about Stephanie McMahon. And like her, like her dad sent her to business partners and stuff. And now we can actually look at the Macho Man situation and go, you know, just maybe it's still live. No, wow, it might be true. (laughs) Fuck that. No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna. We're gonna have a talk during the special (laughs) podcast about that shit. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> before we get out, uh, you got anything that you got cooking up, Shadow? Um, well, probably just still look up some controversies on some video games. I think I want to do one for League of Legends since I'm kind of, yeah, kind of getting back into it. So yeah, I will say this about you: aside from me hating the fact you love Zack Snyder, is the, is the stuff you bring in is stuff that I never really in, in my geekdom never really hit. Like I wasn't a Pokemon guy, and we have like two and a half hours of Pokemon talk. I wasn't a uh, Magic the Gathering guy. We have like three hours of Magic the Gathering talk. I, I'm 100% not a League of Legends guy, but I've heard of it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. mind learning about it. Learning a little bit about it and then just some of the crazy controversies that happen. Especially at the very first world. It's crazy. Because yeah, that's not the geekdom that me and Bort are. Me and Bord are, let's go talk about Vince McMahon's scat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, like all the time. All the episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the League of Legends, we were both looking at each other like, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, you see Wings of Redemption? It was that. But so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And then of course, uh, the one who's missing today is Boosh, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely roll them in for a few. So lots of good stuff to look forward to this year for sure, guys. 
Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that Foosh, uh we do wanna um have a gentleman's uh disagreeing well maybe not disagreeing, just a gentleman's uh battle of AEW versus WWE. I'm obviously a WWE guy, even though I like AEW but I don't watch it all the time. And a vice versa for Boosh, so he is hardcore AEW and not so much WWE. So yeah, so that would be a fun kind of maybe a tit for tat, uh, you know, kind of a con pro kind of situation we can kind of work into a I don't know one of our patented Time Pals game shows. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, in any case, this is Mike underscore for Portman Baker and Shadow Spartan. We'll be seeing you guys next year. See you.